Well, welcome along. What we're going to be talking about this week is the program Freedom. And so once again, using these words to start to understand what is the end goal or the end result that we're looking for as a couple that are working in business either together or one person's in the business and the other person might be supporting that person. Uh, then you might be in the job creating all of the cash flow so that you can start to get a business um, created so in the future you can both be free. And so, you know, freedom or that word free does definitely conjure up an emotion, doesn't it? You know, for me, um, freedom was doing whatever I wanted when I wanted. And so if I could be free to work all day, if I felt like working. Alternatively, I could be free to not work any day if I didn't choose to. And so it's the ultimate choice. And I think as an entrepreneur, you know, success is not necessarily not turning up. Um, success is turning up when you want to turn up. And so, you know, getting that end goal once again clearly in your mind of what would the ideal be and then understanding if that's to be then you nearly, really, really need to develop what your talent is. Understand that there's probably some more knowledge that you need to go and acquire and there's a network of people that have already done what it is that you're trying to do that once you tap into that knowledge and that network of people that then you can really use your talents to fast track your results using your character to leverage yourself. And so strong character is really, really important. And you know, when you come up with the purpose of your business and you're absolutely focused on where you need to go, then the first part of freedom, what we talk about is being in your flame. And so your flame is really, if you think about um, well, wealth dynamics, um, Roger Hamilton talks about the fact that when you're in your wax, it feels difficult. 90% of what we need to do when we first start in business as a generalist is in your wax. And that, you know, 10% that's in your flame is effortless. That it absolutely takes no energy whatsoever to achieve whatever result it is that you're looking for. And as soon as you can, you need to identify where your flame is within the business world. Because if you can start to magnify your time in that area, then you will multiply your results significantly. And so getting into the flame of what it is that you do, so let's say for example um, it might be just sales. And if you could just do the sale, but even more than that, if you could break your sales process down to 10 steps and you just do steps 2, 5 and 10 and still get the same result, then you start to realise how incredible life can be because you're just doing the stuff that you love to do. And then you have a team of people that are doing everything else. And so the first part of, of I guess, imagining that vision is to really sit down and, and do a time audit. You know, so this week have a look at actually what it is that you're doing within your week and in every single role and just get a blank um, default diary either from our website or just draw one up on a whiteboard or however you want to do it and just every half an hour just you know write down or colour code what it is you're actually doing. And then you just basically want to have a look at each of those different areas and code it based on enjoyment, is it low, medium or high enjoyment versus skill, low, medium or high skill. And generally what each individual finds is that the high skill, high enjoyment activities are in their flame. And if they compare those things to low skill and low enjoyment, 
Um, usually they're the things that we can buy back our time the quickest. And so it might be that administration or filing or cleaning the house or doing the dishes or cooking the meals, whatever it is um, that might be low skill and low enjoyment, then we can start to understand if we could buy back you know, two or three hours per week and put that in time that's in our flame, that then the money that we make can actually fast track the result that we're looking for. And so that activity can be done every 90 days because things will shuffle around quite quickly. Once you leverage that bottom left-hand grid, so it's almost like you draw a uh, noughts and crosses and then box it in, and then you segment everything that's on your time audit into a box. And so you'll say, right, so then I spent time um, uh, reading to the kids. You know, that is probably medium skill, you know, and it might be medium enjoyment. Um, and so therefore it goes in the middle box. However you rank it is going to be individual to you. So you shouldn't judge yourself um, for things that you think you should enjoy but you actually don't enjoy. Just be honest with yourself because once you get your life to just participating in the areas that you absolutely love, um, you're, you're an example to everyone around you including your children. And so it's really important that we need to start to reframe and that's what the R stands for in freedom is that you know what we've learned from our past either um, our parents or you know from what's worked with other people or what's worked with us in the past is completely irrelevant for where you're going to be moving to in the future. And so as a couple in business you start to recognize that the rear vision mirror is proportional to about how important your past is in life to the windscreen. And so that's the thought that I want you to think about. Are you driving through your life using your rear vision mirror or are you actually using the potential of the entire windscreen and saying, you know, our future is mapped out in this place where we would like it to be led. And it doesn't have to be based on any reality. Your vision for where you want to go is based on your desires and your will. And so it's having that strength of character to say, you know, we will until. As a couple, we will work together and, you know, based on the information you learnt last week, starting to leverage smarter and, and, you know, work towards success as a couple, you start to realise that you need to let go of your past and you need to let go of other people's past and allow them to become the next best versions of themselves. And so, you know, reframing for me is more about just changing those, um, those borders all of the time of what's possible and what's achievable and um, you know it's a healthy thing to actually do is once you get someone in their, their flame doing what they need to do then you can easily take um, very quick sidesteps to, to create all different types of programs or ways that um, they can even get even better results than what they've ever got before. So reframing is just basically um, looking at something from a different light or a different angle and being able to sometimes get somebody else to come in and, and um, you know and tell you about your strengths or where they see that you can go and completely stretch your perception of what's possible. And I know for me when I um, sat down with somebody and said look this is what I've done up until now and this is what I plan to be doing in the future and invested some time to actually have somebody just sit and listen who didn't know me, who wasn't involved in the process, it very much stretched me because so much of me wants approval. 
approval from others, approval that I've um, done the very best that I could have done in the time span that I had. And so if somebody comes and then says, well, okay, that's great what you've done up until now, but can you see it's quite limiting and that you know you're, the whole world's there to be able to open up to you, it can be very confronting because you want to defend what you've done in the past. Well, that's very, very normal, but imagine that that's happening between you as a couple as well. You know, I can see for Kent what he can't see for himself, and he can see for me what I can't see for myself. And so reframing for others needs to be a fairly delicate process. And the first thing is, is you need to get permission from that person if you're wanting to reframe their entire life, because they might not necessarily want it to be reframed. And so I think as we, you know, are moving in, in these programs now, we're starting to understand that if we could see our partner as just a reflection of ourselves, and when you recognise the fact that you, you have a desire to reframe for what they're doing or, or help them with an emotion or, or whatever it is that in your wisdom you think would be intelligent to, <laughs> to convey to them is to stop and apply that information to yourself. And if you just did that every single time and were the example, that person will move much, much faster than if you try to force somebody to move. So that's something that I've definitely learnt over this last couple of years is that for me if I completely reframe all of my roles and responsibilities regularly and I just start working towards my dream life that then you know that's all that I can control. That's my role that I'm here to do. If I get assistance and help in, in different areas I'm very very grateful and that's the way that it remains. All right, so when you start to think of that life of complete freedom, it's like what, what actually is your experience? Have you ever given yourself one whole day where you can be completely free to do whatever it is that you want to do? Can you extend that one day to one week and give yourself one week to be completely free to do whatever it is that you want to do when you want to do it? And I've spoken to women in business that have never had that experience ever you know there's so many I need to or I have to or I should do based on what they um, have to do for their families for their businesses for their kids that they've literally entrapped themselves there is no possibility of freedom and so the first thing that we want to do is actually give you permission give you permission to have a week a year where you're completely free and you know that is also known as a holiday <laughs> now if you're in small business sometimes that's a foreign concept because holidays are utilized or spent making sure that you're doing what other people want you to do when they want you to do it so it's taking your holidays on school holidays and, and being with your kids or or whatever it is so there isn't really those options well I would just say if, if you've been fortunate enough to to get your own business then as soon as possible you want to set a date that you're going to close that business for a week or have somebody else run it for you and so you can experience the feeling of complete freedom. And um, for me I went um, and did a, a seven day detox where I went to a, um, you know, a beautiful nature reserve and had all the cooking done and I just went on my own, I didn't know anybody when I got there and had one week of just you know, whatever it was that I felt like doing at that time I could choose to do. And that was realistic for where I was at within life. You know, before I'd had a, I had a family and a relationship and all that sort of stuff, I used to just go traveling. 
So I'd pick a country, I'd look at a tour, or I'd look at somewhere to go and I'd go and spend seven days in Ireland or seven days you know, up the coast or, or whatever. And if I felt like sleeping in the middle of the day, I'd sleep. If I felt like staying up all night, I'd stay up all night. You just do whatever it is that you want to do to let yourself know that it's possible. Because without having the experience, then it's not possible. So, you know, you've got to create your own experiences. And certainly as a couple, we really encourage each other to go and have, you know, different experiences as often as possible. And, you know, as a, as a mum with very, very young children, that is very, very rare. And I understand that, you know, across all of my friendships, um, very few mothers experience the level of freedom that I experience on a weekly basis simply because I've decided to have that experience. And so if you knew it was just a decision away and that it was possible, how would you make it possible? Because once you've had the experience, then you can go back and look at what your expectation was. And that's what the second E in freedom is, is what, what's the expectation that you have? now? Um, certainly I could look back on that week and achieve incredible personal results because my expectation was I was going to utilise every single minute and absolutely have um, gratitude for you know the time that I was away and the place that I was at. However, there was other women that were there that their families weren't coping, their husbands were getting sick, their children were missing sporting events, they were on the laptop every single day communicating on the mobile phone their experience was completely opposite to mine and yet when I asked them about the expectation they said I knew it would be a disaster. When I got the gift I didn't want to come, I just thought this is just not possible, I'm not going to be able to relax, I won't be able to <laughs> enjoy myself. And so for me it was pretty clear that people's level of freedom is also based on their level of um, expectation of what it is that they believe that they deserve. And you know, when you look at leadership, it's expectation that is all the difference. If you've lost your expectation around getting a result, it doesn't matter how disciplined you are in doing those key performance indicators every day, every day, every day, you're not going to get the result. Expectation will far outweigh discipline every single time. And some people call that luck, you know, they go, oh, that person's just lucky, they turn up and they get the car park, or they turn up and they meet the contact, or they turn up and they, you know, meet the man of their dreams, or whatever it is. Well, it isn't luck, it's expectation. And so we need to master this thing called expectation. Now, I've got kinesiologists who can reinstate expectation on people that you know, have lost expectation right through to just learning how to manage it yourself. Um, just understanding that when something doesn't come off for you, but it comes off for someone else and you become a victim, or you go into that like poor little old me syndrome, that plums disease, that is part of expectancy. And so it's what you're saying to yourself when you're by yourself. That is the critical element of expectancy. And for me, I know straight away when I've lost my expectancy is I will feel the experience of jealousy. And so as soon as I have that, um, that jealousy or that envy that comes up, I realise that for me, I've lost my expectancy over time alone or, or that freedom, that feeling. And so, you know, what's really important is to get that control back and use that as an indicator to say, thanks, I'm glad I had that little pang of jealousy because it's reminded me that I haven't put myself first in a long time and I need to get that expectancy back. 
And so when you have experiences and they bring up emotion, who do you talk to about those emotions? Have you got somebody that is completely um, open to be able to listen and accept whatever is coming up for you is true for you to be able to just voice those things? Because that's also part of freedom, isn't it? Is being able to say and express whatever you feel like expressing and not getting in trouble for that. And I know as a child that that was just out of my realm of possibility. You know, there were the right things to say at the appropriate times. There was the right way to behave, the right outfits to wear, the right social scenes to be in. And uh, there was so much right versus wrong that that paradigm was, you know, ingrained in me. And when you go into business, you'll suddenly realise that there's no right or wrong. There's only what works and there's what doesn't work. And the only way we find out what works is to do a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't work. And so for me, having that, um, I guess, reframe in, in my life of understanding that what worked for me was huge expectation. And then the discipline to back that up. And so, you know, that is the order that I work with now is my expectation of people is very, very high. I expect results, I expect integrity, I expect loyalty, um, I expect to have fun wherever I am, and I expect certain things from other people that challenge those other people. And yet if I hold that expectancy high enough and long enough, then I generally find that people meet those expectations. And so that's part of leadership. You know, are you being as expectant as you can? What experiences are you having based on, um, you know, where you're setting your bar for your level of freedom? And so the discipline thing then um, is D for freedom. And, and for me, discipline um, is easy because, you know, having grown up with a lot of brothers and sisters, it was always disciplined. You know, we had to do certain things or there was peer pressure that was more painful than complying to the disciplinary acts that we were asked to do. And so growing up around that never had an issue. However, I've met many, many, many other people that lack the basic disciplines to do what they know they need to do and they just clearly can't get it together. Okay, so if you want to experience that freedom of doing what it is that you want to do every single day, you firstly need to know how to make a decision. And a decision needs to be backed up with discipline. And so that would be the first thing to get that emotional bank account topped up within yourself is that, you know, nobody else can do the sit-ups for me. Nobody else can do my personal development. Nobody else can, you know, have the experiences um, that I want to have and that, can, you know, can claim that then I'm successful because they've had that experience. It has to come from me. And so therefore, just understanding what is it that I need to master in terms of discipline to get the results that I want to get results in my life. And, you know, showing up and doing what you want to do when you want to do it um, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, then I can be lazy for the rest of my life and, and never exercise and, and never make another contact for my marketing ever, ever, ever again. Just recognise that, that that's not realistic discipline, all right? So or realistic freedom. Um, just knowing that there are certain things that need to happen every single month whether or not I like it or not, means that I need to take ownership of those things. And so when you take ownership of something, it doesn't necessarily mean you do the task, it means that you're responsible for that task. 
And so ownership is at a whole new level of, you know, when you understand I own my life and I probably have 4,000 weekends on average that I'm an owner of my life and how many of those weekends have I enjoyed already and how many have I got to go. And so therefore, if that's the result I'm looking for, then these are the dis disciplines that I, that I want to have. So the perspective that we're looking at is from, you know, you are exactly where you want to be. Now, if that's um, supporting somebody in business and you're a spouse to somebody who's very, very disciplined, and so therefore it feels as if you don't have to be as disciplined, what I'd like to remind you is that if that person wasn't there, then would you be free? Would you have that same feeling of freedom? And I think that it's very important just to, you know, to stop and, and get that reality check every now and again that, that recognises that you know, if you had to do everything on your own, would you still do it the same as the way that you and your partner are doing things? And that's why it is healthy to have that week apart or week holiday to go and do whatever you want because it allows the space for that person who's still at home to look at every single role that has to go on within the week and one, just take that acceptance of, you know, gee, that person contributes so much or I really miss them in these areas or, or whatever it is. But also sometimes what you find is, you know, I could do this role and I've been afraid of it and yet there's nothing to be afraid of. I could absolutely do this on my own and therefore if I, you know, take that ownership to the next level, what else could I achieve? What else could I expand and master and uh, you know, and have ownership in, in my life of, of whatever result it is that I'm going for. And so little things for me just make the biggest amounts of difference is you know, getting somewhere without using a GPS for a period of time or um, you know, stop relying on all the tools or all the people and just getting that self-leadership um, self happening again that says, you know, I can do things and I'm quite capable. Um, on my own or, or to learn something new or to master a new skill or to go out in business and try something a little bit different. Um, stretch yourself in a different area and it just means that then it keeps everything fresh and it keeps everything you know focused and so it's a whole new level of freedom when you've been able to achieve something that you've wanted to achieve and you've set a path towards it and then a, and done the things necessary to be able to get that result. Um, it's very difficult to explain. It's much, much easier, you know, to actually go and have have the feeling. And so that's what I want you to do this week: is actually sit down and make a time in your diary over the next year that you're going to give yourself an entire week to do whatever it is that you want to do. Which generally means you have to move out of the house. You have to go somewhere um, that you're alone, or that you're visiting, or a country you've always wanted to go to. And you set yourself your savings plan and what do you need to do every single week to put that money in the account that's going to get you that result. And so when you're there in that week and you decide that you want to go and have that experience, it's your money, you've made it, and it's absolutely yours to, to enjoy and to spend. And um, encouraging each other to, to continue to do that year in and year out. Um, will mean that there's different conversations to be had, that you know, there's, there's new things that you'll be learning. Um, it's not a must, but it's certainly something that I would encourage for every couple to experience. Just having that um, week each away every, um, every couple of years is very important. And so freedom is really about seeing the result. Uh, the result is the feeling and also the fact that 
if something comes up that you're available you know at any time to be able to um, be there so materialization is the M you know so they we talk about you need to visualize what your ideal life is um, so when you idealize something you say well in the ideal world I would you know I'd be working three hours a day and eight hours on Wednesday I would be able to spend three hours quality time every single day with my kids you know actually empowering them and teaching them and this is the relationship I want to have with them and you know so when you idealize you really you know start to be able to think what is it that I tangibly want um, you know in my life then you need to start talking about it once you've visualized it and you've cut out your pictures and you understand what that looks like you need to tell that story you know why are you working so hard why you're out of balance well you know in in 2020 um, we're going to be living in Italy for a year and the kids are going to be able to go to Lake Como and we're going to go and you know whatever it is that you're going to be achieving you need to start telling that story and so that is what you're going to be creating and your materialization shows up now you'll be able to see how good you're, you are at this when you look around in your current reality what's the level of your relationship now especially since you've been doing this program has it been improving you know have you got more money in the bank than what you had when you first met you know have you been able to achieve um, time-based results and so you know comparatively if you look at other couples in your situation how much time are you spending together compared to other people um, what are the key indicators that you are focused on um, you know as opposed to just living day by day and I saw a guy speak on um, Wednesday morning and he was talking about playing tennis with a friend of his and you know his friend was no better at tennis but he always won and uh, he asked him one day he said you know I just can't understand why you beat me all of the time and his friend said because I focus on the score and although they were both great tennis players he had never ever focused on the actual match or the score or where they were within the game and once he started to focus on you know set points and and being able to achieve an actual result um, then that materialized very very quickly and he's beaten his friend ever since and so that tip was pretty you know a bit of a shame for that other guy but how appropriate or how apt is that in your life you know are you focusing on the score do you know where you're at within your life you know I knew when I got to certain ages or certain time frames within my life that you know there were certain things that I wanted to materialize immediately and so everything else paled in comparison to achieving those certain things that were important to me and I've got huge milestones in the future that I know that you know it's do or die I will achieve those things because I know that the the line in the sand has been drawn and I'm working towards those deadlines and I'm excited about the deadlines I don't I'm not afraid of the deadlines they don't spook me out or frighten me they excite me because it indicates another level of freedom and so you know being disciplined and doing the things that I need to do on a daily basis now is enjoyable is it tiring at times absolutely that's normal human emotion however the the vigor that I have to jump out of bed and achieve what it is that I've set myself to do is in itself freedom 
Nobody's there dictating what it is that I need to do. Nobody's saying if I don't do it, they'll dock my pay or what have you. I can have complete ownership over my diary or my time slots of what I want to do. And I can openly communicate that you know, to my spouse, to my friends, to, to people without experiencing any level of, um, you know, I guess, doubt or fear or worry. And so when you can get to a point where you can voice what's important to you without any concern as to what that brings up for other people, then you will start to materialize a lot faster. Because as soon as that psychological stress is gone, then you recognize in your own character that you're ready for that to arrive. And so I just encourage as, as soon as you start speaking that better feeling story and that others around you accept and are congruent that yes, that's a great story for you and we're so excited about that story and we're going to talk about it as well, then you'll find that the results start to speed up so quickly that you can actually start to materialize things on a, on a very, very rapid, rapid rate. And so I really look forward to um, you having that experience within your own relationships and certainly for yourselves because that one week where you can do whatever you want, when you want, you'll come back so energized and so refreshed to be able to move forwards, um, not just in your relationship but you know forwards on your journey for yourself that um, I'm sure you'll repeat that process many times over. So may you have a lot of freedom this week in doing what you want when you want, even if that means juggling and you know short-term pain, um, it is worth it for those periods or slots that you can put into your week where you can completely just be yourself. So enjoy the week and we'll talk again next week. Bye.